Hi, and welcome to Every Rom-Com Now Streaming for the week of February 22nd through March 1st, 2021. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Jen and I will be giving you some streaming recommendations as well as letting you know where you can find the movies from recent and upcoming episodes of the podcast. We'd also like to let you know that you can now follow the podcast on social media. Our Facebook page is Every Rom-Com Podcast and Blog. Our Instagram is at every rom-com. Our Twitter handle is at every rom-com pod. And our Pinterest page is coming soon. And as always, you can find the podcast at everyromcom.com. Send us feedback at feedback at everyromcom.com. And if you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to us uh, on Apple Podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. Now for the week of February 22nd through March 1st, we'll let you know what's streaming. So first, here's where you can find some of the movies we've covered on the podcast. Our first episode was on the movie Moonstruck, which is still available on the Roku channel. Our second film was Long Shot, which you can find on Cinemax. Our third movie was Bell, Book, and Candle, which is still on the Criterion streaming service, but only until February 28th. So now's a great time to catch it. Our next film was The Half of It, which is on Netflix. And finally, last week we covered Clueless, which is on Pluto TV. And here's where you can find the movies we'll be talking about over the next few weeks. On Thursday, we'll be releasing our new episode on Gurinder Chadha's Bride and Prejudice. It can be rented from several channels or you might try your local library. And in two weeks, we'll be releasing our episode of 10 Things I Hate About You, which you can find on Disney+. At the end of most episodes, you'll find recommendations for movies to watch as a double feature with the movie we're discussing that week. Check last week's edition of Now Streaming to find double feature recommendations for some of our past films. But here are the double feature recommendations we chose for last week's film, Clueless. Jen and I both recommend watching ni- the 1996 version of Emma with Gwyneth Paltrow. Sybil recommended watching Mean Girls. And for another great 1995 teen movie with a fantastic soundtrack, check out Empire Records, one of my favorites. Hmm. Unfortunately, though, uh, all these movies are rent only right now. Hmm. That's right. But I picked Heather's as a double feature pick for its possible influence on Clueless in terms of fashion and heightened reality. And I also picked it because it's just another classic teen movie. And Heather's is currently streaming basically everywhere right now. It's with it's included with Hulu, Prime, Shudder, Tubi, the Roku channel, Suntance Now, and AMC+. So if you've never seen Heather's, the universe is telling you the time is now. <laughs> <laughs> and Heather's, it's kind of a dark romantic comedy with Winona Ryder and Christian Slater. And it's just essential late 80s viewing. So just get on that. Now we'll get into our recommendations for rom-coms and rom-com adjacent movie and TV shows that are streaming right now. So for my first pick, I chose a Jane Austen adaptation because we've been doing some Jane Austen modernizations like this past week with Clueless and next week with Bride and Prejudice. And I chose my favorite Jane Austen adaptation, which is the Pride and Prejudice miniseries from 1995. That is currently available on HBO Max, Hulu, and BritBox. Now, the reason I chose this is because of all the adaptations of literature I've ever seen, 
this is maybe the only one where I feel like watching it could be sort of even a substitute for reading. And if you know how much I love Jane Austen, you know, that's like a big thing for me to say. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of like you're getting like, you know, not an audio book, but the video book of it. You know, it's like it really it keeps all of Austen's just great witty dialogue. And it really keeps the essence of all the characters. Unlike the Kira Knightley movie, I just feel like it's just right on with like, getting you to the heart of the story because it's a really hard story to tell in two hours. I'm like amazed by what Bride and Prejudice, our upcoming movie did with two hours. Mm -hmm. Anyway, though, this six hour journey is a real treat. I've watched it with a variety of people, like including men. Many men have watched it with me and loved it too. (laughs) A lot of great humor in it. Colin Firth and Jennifer Ely are just the definitive Darcy and Elizabeth and the supporting cast are all excellent. I really want to give a shout out to David Bamber, who plays Mr. Collins, who's just the kind of oily clergyman that they're suggesting that Elizabeth marries. He's just so good in that. Anyway, I just find it endlessly rewatchable, too. And if you if you've seen it before, I think every time you watch it, you might notice different background action from the extras or just be struck by some different dialogue or fashion. It's yeah, I love it. Anyway, Pride and Prejudice miniseries. HBO Max, Hulu, and BritBox. Check it out. Awesome. I I veered away from our literary picks at the moment just to make sure that everybody who's never seen it, which I hadn't, um, Harold and Maude on the Criterion channel is only available to the end of the month, uh, the 28th of February. So it took me forever to finally see this, and I'm so glad I did. What a wild treat. Um, <laughs> it was directed in 19... 19- 71 by Hal Ashby, who started out as an editor for our very own Norman Jewison, who did Moonstruck, who directed nice. Moonstruck. So nice. I love that connection. Um, Ashby won an Academy Award for editing in the heat of the night in 1967. That's a big deal in film history. Um, the film is starring Bud Court as Harold and Ruth Gordon as Maud. Mm-hmm. It's essentially about a rich young man obsessed with death who is forever changed when he meets lively eccentric Maud at a funeral um and the soundtrack with cat stevens <laughs> yay yeah. i knew a lot of those songs already and that was just great um so this was wild very dark and um <laughs> and 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 i laughed out loud quite a bit at parts nice. that are you know you maybe shouldn't laugh <laughs> I did and that was the point and it's obviously hugely influential on Wes Anderson so I've never thought of that before so like if I I watch like if I get around to watching it again soon I'll definitely have to look for that oh my gosh that's all I saw I was like Wes whom I love I love (laughs) his you know the Royal Tenenbaums is one of my favorites um so I really caught those vibes and um you know and it's a little weird you know, looking at it from perspective of 2021, you're like, oh, um, inappropriate, um, but also really lovely. So I highly recommend yeah. do it. I totally endorse Sophia's first pick. Love that movie as well. That's great. So I'll try to catch it before it leaves Criterion too. Mm-hmm. My second pick is another Austin pick, which is Sense and Sensibility also from 1995, like there is some really good like Austin adaptation like yeah. stuff going around in 1995. 95, that, 96, it was a big year for it. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, it's a, currently available on Stars, 
And stars, like, I don't have it right now, but when I've had it in the past, I do think they tend to have a lot more rom-com and romantic content than some of the other channels. So might be worth looking into getting a trial if you're in the mood for a new channel. Anyway, I'm recommending Sense and Sensibility because it's another kind of pretty perfect Austin adaptation. The book Sense and Sensibility is not one of my favorites, but Emma Thompson's adaptation of it is just masterful. She actually won the Academy Award for her adaptation, her screenplay, and well-deserved. And it's also got Ang Lee as the director. So Ang Lee, who you may know from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Brokeback Mountain, Life of Pi, and one of my favorites, which is kind of an obscure film to most Americans called The Wedding Banquet. So you've just got great creators on this. Plus, you've got an amazing cast. You've got Emma Thompson and Kate Winslet as sisters Eleanor and Marianne. And you've got Hugh Grant, Alan Rickman, and Greg Wise as their suitors. So it's just a a feast of talent in this movie. And yeah, I love watching this movie too, because when I was younger, I was totally a Marianne. I was very emotional and like impulsive. But now these days, I still, while I still understand Marianne's point of view, I can totally understand Eleanor more. So (laughs) I think this is a story that can really like, you know, grow with, you can grow with the story and you can see it from new perspectives. It's just timeless. You know, it's beautiful. It's one of my favorites too. Okay, so my second pick, I saw it for the first time. Uh, Music and Lyrics, which is from 2007, is streaming on the Roku channel. And it's written and directed by Mark Lawrence, who brought us Miss Congeniality and Two Weeks Notice, um, which I both enjoy very much. So that was great. We have Hugh Grant starring in as Alex Fletcher, a former 80s pop star, and Drew Barrymore as Sophie Fisher, a woman doing odd jobs but is a wounded writer. Um, so the premises is, oh man, the, the 80s throwback moves, and Hugh Grant just is fantastic, and that is so great. Um he gets a job writing for a pop queen, but um, he doesn't actually write the lyrics. Um, and the day that he has a lyricist over to help him is the day that Sophie appears to water his plants. She's covering for his usual plant lady. Um, and as he as Alex and the lyricist are working, Sophie, without thinking, makes up lyrics that Alex really likes. And he persuades her to work with him on this job and cute banter between the two great chemistry um lots of fun lots of laughs hugh grant really sings that's Mm -hmm. him singing all these songs it was a delight um and not to say that it was perfect but i had a lot of fun and it was it was just a good entertaining fun time you know sybil said this is actually her favorite rom-com so yeah really Um, yeah i was pleasantly surprised i had such a good time so cool very cool So my third pick is Passion Fish. And Passion Fish is one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time, maybe even top five. And it's currently available on Prime, Voodoo, Roku Channel, Pluto TV, and Tubi. So this is a film that is kind of rom-com adjacent. There's comedy and romance in it, but it's not a genre film at all. It'd probably be labeled a drama, but like there is comedy that's like laugh out loud in this movie. And it's directed by John Sayles, who's, of course, an excellent director and writer of films. 
He's better known for the films where he has a lot of men in the cast, like Lone Star and Eight Men Out. But I actually think Passion Fish is his best film. The characters in this movie who are portrayed by Mary McDonnell and Alfre Woodard are just so well-developed. They both have arcs. They They both feel just real to you. And then just the dialogue is just so organic, but so at times hilarious. I think this would be a great movie for anybody who just loves movies with strong characters and anyone in the acting world, because the main character is a soap opera actress who becomes disabled and she goes back to her Louisiana roots. But there's a lot of like references to her past as an actor and some of her actor friends where the dialogue is just hilarious. And so I also think this is a great movie because if you're in a cold weather climate right now, it's a great time to watch a movie about Louisiana and just kind of be warmed up by the atmosphere and the music. And my final reason why you should watch this movie is you have to find out why somebody says the line, I didn't ask for the anal probe. (laughs) (laughs) It will be worth finding out the answer to that question. I'm really excited. You know, Passion Fish is one of those films that was, you know, I, always saw at the video store and I'm like, Oh, I'll get to that. But it seemed like, I don't know. I was afraid there was going to be too heavy and too sad, but you have, you know, really oh, given you're... me more background. I'm, I'm really yeah. excited about it. So I'm, Dude, I'm anyone who list. hasn't seen this is in for a treat. Like anyone I'm, who like loves film is in for a treat. I'm yeah. Fine. And I love those two. They're, they're really brilliant actors and yeah. um, sort of far more credit, I think than they ever got. Anyhow, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Okay, my third pick, sort of literature, um, fairy tales. (laughs) Ever After, A Cinderella Story is streaming on Disney+. And this came out in 1998. I remember seeing it in the theaters. And I was very pleasantly surprised um, at the retelling of this Cinderella story. Uh, First of all, it stars Drew Barrymore as Danielle. I like the way they kind of change her name a little bit. She's the Cinderella character. Duggery Scott is the prince and Angelica Houston as the stepmother. Man, she's gold. She's just, mm. ooh, she's so good. Um, and it's directed by Andy Tennant, who brought us Hitch, Sweet Home Alabama, and Fools Rush In. And I highly recommend all three of those films. Um, it was written by Susanna Grant, who wrote Aaron Barakovich. And 28 days later. So you know you're getting a really, a really complete full story here. And it's a lovely retelling of Cinderella. Um, Leonardo da Vinci shows up as kind of our fairy godmother who, you know, what? makes things happen. <laughs> it, but it works. Like okay. you believe all of it. And it's wonderful. And okay. this Cinderella is no drooping you know, flower who needs to be saved. And Oh, what was me? I'm stuck. She does the rescuing. Like this is the movie I want my daughter to watch. It's like a strong, um, you know, positive female role model who overcomes adversary and gets wins at the end, baby. But she's strong the whole time. It's a good one. Nice. Okay. So my fourth pick you should not watch with your children. It's called Easy and it's on Netflix. This is a television show that has three seasons. I think it was canceled, although it may have actually been the final season, but there are some loose ends. You won't be too frustrated by it though. So the way it works is each episode like tells its own little story, but a lot of those stories will carry over into another episode later on with the same actors. 
And some of the people will appear in each other's stories. And it's basically set in Chicago with this huge ensemble cast, very diverse, huge ensemble cast. And most of the stories are people dealing with problems related to love and relationships. So it is kind of like very rom-com adjacent, although it tends to be not a genre piece at all. And there's two of the stories that are my favorites. So one of the stories is about a couple that is dealing with deciding to try an open marriage and all kinds of like unexpected problems that come up with that. And then my other favorite story features Mark Marin as a graphic novelist. And he's kind of like an older artist and he's trying to deal with the way art and culture are today and kind of realizing that he's become what's called, you know, problematic to some people. And so he's struggling to deal with the social media environment and the new way that art is created. And it's very interesting. And he's also got a love story going on. So I think this is a great show for anybody who likes really serious, complex discussions of love and relationships, who likes to see people experimenting with different philosophies, people from interesting professions, like, and if you're a little bit open-minded or a little bit out there and just want to watch stories reflected that aren't just like kind of your standard American family, although there are also standard American families in this show. So it's got, it's just got a little bit of something for everyone, I think. All right. And my fourth and final pick, um, I, I might always try to throw in a musical, I'm just going to say, <laughs> <laughs> is Into the Woods, um, which is streaming on Disney+. And it is um, the great Stephen Sondheim's, I was going to say one of his fa- famous ones, I think they all are. Um, <laughs> and it's directed by Rob Marshall. Um, I found out this fellow is from Madison, Wisconsin. I think oh. that's great. Yep. Um, anyhow, total side note for our midwestern selves um he directed chicago nine and then um in 2018 mary poppins returns which i loved and i recommend all three of the or yeah all the rest of those musicals so this is starring meryl streep as the witch anna kendrick as cinderella emily blunt as the baker's wife james corden as the baker and just a slew of other star-studded amazingness and if you don't know the story of into the woods it is um what happens after happily ever after with all these fairy tales intertwining uh the baker and his wife want a child but the witch has put a curse on their family tree and she sets them on a task to collect certain items to reverse the curse which leads them overlapping with rapunzel cinderella jack and the beanstalk little red riding hood and i think a few others and um you know the tagline is be careful what you wish for mm-hmm. so just lots of fun beautiful singing and life lessons about love perhaps it's well, a good I, I one fully, i fully support you bringing a musical in on every episode of now streaming i fully support it so i figured i figured you'd win. i'll see what i can do <laughs> And if you've liked what you heard today, please subscribe and rate our show on Apple Podcasts and or drop us a line at feedback at everyromcom.com. And we would really love to hear what you're streaming and loving these days. That would be so much fun to hear about that. Tell us something. Tell us something cool or wild and interesting and out there. And we'll be releasing our new episode Thursday on Bride and Prejudice, written and directed by Gurinder Chadha continuing our literary modernization series. And 
This is going to also mark three weeks in a row where we've covered female writer-directors, so keep an eye out for that new episode. In the meantime, I really hope everyone is doing great, and we'll see you next time. Happy streaming! Happy streaming!